0: a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What is a virtual living room? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and I'm joined by Keith Gabbard, the CEO of PRTC up in McKee, Kentucky. Keith, thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, thanks for inviting
0: me, We are here uh, live at the KTA conference uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, the uh, Kentucky Telecom Association uh, conference. Always a good one. And uh, Keith is uh, is one of the uh, many folks um, here that has, uh, has done some uh, cool things with their company to share the ideas. So what I want to talk about, and this is a topic that I've kind of had in the back of my mind uh, to do for a while because we've been involved, um, you know, uh, helping you guys uh, promote and communicate about uh, about virtual living room. But uh, go ahead, if you don't mind. I think it's a fun idea to share with everybody out there. So just kind of give us an overview of, of what is the virtual living room that you guys have established there in McKee. Well,
1: the virtual living room is the name of basically a place where veterans can come and get telehealth or telemedicine in a pl- private place and um, an easily place that they can get to. And and in our case, uh, in McKee, Kentucky, that virtual living room is in a room in the public library. Okay. And uh, it's been furnished and, and fitted to, to work for technology. I and mean, basically, uh, you know, all you need is a broadband, good broadband speed, which we're providing for free. Uh, you need a, a computer with a camera, and, and a, that's a telephone line there. And... And we, the way we have it set up, it's two separate rooms. One sort of living room, waiting room type area, right? right. uh, so sort of the name, virtual living room. Right. And then the separate little office room where the actual consultation or, or doctor visit, take, medical visit, takes place. And and it's coordinated through the uh, the veterans hospital uh, in here in Lexington. And actually, uh, the pay, the any veteran uh, can participate, it's free, Uh, nobody's charging anybody anything, and the library's donating the space, Uh, we're donating the broadband and the facilities to to make that work. Uh, The VA hospital is just uh, seeing the patient just like they would if they came down here, and uh, you know, the concept is how can we make medical, uh, use broadband in rural America to help veterans get better medical care, and and the, the idea actually came out of a a rural summit that I went to uh, representing PRTC in, in, at the White House in Washington D.C. a couple right. of years ago, and uh, and out of that uh, there were several breakout groups, and, and the veterans group I went to just because it seemed it interested me, and uh, out of that meeting there was like they wanted a couple of pilot projects to do something to help veterans, sure. and uh, and I know that. Uh, you know, with, with NTCA, they were at that meeting. Uh, Shirley Bloomfield, Josh Sideman had a big hand, and uh, they were passionate about it. And right. they were like, "Who will volunteer to to try to help us with this?" And, and we did. And and it just so happened that uh, it took a while to get the. The, uh, the folks in Washington with the, with the Veterans Administration to come on board. And
0: Wait, are you saying that it took a little while to get through red tape in Washington? I uh, just can't there, believe that.
1: There was some bureaucracy that it took a while to get <laughs> through. Imagine that. But actually, you know, that that was out of my hands. I, I think sure. NTCA Josh Shirley did the bulk of that work. But okay. Once it got down to the, the state level in Kentucky, uh, we had a really good visit with the VA. They came and visited us, and they saw the gigabit-capable broadband that we could provide. Right. They didn't have a clue that rural, any place in rural Kentucky, could do that, and they were really uh, a high in their ability to do telemedicine or telehealth. They said, you know, they had one of the top programs in the country. So of course we didn't know that, and mm-hmm. uh, so it was a good fit. Yeah, they were excited about it. We we gave them a tour of the facility at that time. We hadn't uh, we hadn't done the decorations or the furniture and everything, but uh, and we got a uh, we applied for a. A five thousand dollar Smart Rule Community Grant from NTCA. Okay, and we actually used that money to to furnish the room, paint the room, uh, pretty much do everything uh, that needed to be done. Now, you know, I'm not saying that we wouldn't have done it if we hadn't got that grant. We'd have probably figured out a way to do it anyway uh, with with our own money or with some community partners. But right. uh, Everybody in the community was really excited about it. I, I talked to the group, some veteran groups, and they seemed to think, you know, this is a cool thing. They actually uh, told me before, and they said, uh, we really appreciate you doing this, but said, uh, you know, we don't know that you'll ever get the folks in Washington to, look, to make this happen. <laughs> so they sort of predicted that it might take some time. Well, sure, well, yeah,
0: and I want to talk about that because um, you know, a couple of things that you, you mentioned there, but but one of them is, is so many different organizations involved. Um, what do you think the key was? Getting this through and to making this happen when, with you know, a coalition of so many different folks involved?
1: Well, that's a good question, Annie. And I think, of course, from the Washington perspective, again, it took a while. But at the local level, you know, we're small, we all know each other. Uh, Everybody thought this might be a good idea. We were donating, you know, any cost to us, it was no, it was not going to be cost to anybody. The local library is. That's owned by the citizens in the county as well. Uh, they want to improve the community just like we do. So they felt like it was a good idea. They had a room that they were using for an IT room, and they just sort of moved it somewhere else and, and thought, you know, if we can utilize this space to help our veterans, we're fine with it. it if, you know, It's not going to cost us anything other than just donating some space. Uh, and, you know, the county was behind it, their local electric co-op, uh, was very much behind the idea. They they helped us publicize it. They even offered to put some money up towards it, and, and we did, ended up not needing it with, since we got that grant. Okay. But uh, so it was it was an idea that was uh, you know accepted by all as a this is a this might be a really cool thing, and and uh, they we all want to do something to make make our veterans' lives. Uh, better or at least their health better. They were really, sometimes a lot of them really struggle.
0: Sure. And we've got um, uh, the band for the entertainment this evening is warming up. I think a little bit, so we've got a little bit more background noise uh, than no, we, we need, need. A little prefer, music but... anyway. That's yeah. true. You know, it's it's ambient. It's not background noise. So <laughs> uh, okay. So the big pain point that this is solving for the veterans. How how far were they having to drive in to uh, from McKee or from? Um, Jackson County into Lexington. it's about a
1: about a three hour round round trip three three to three and a half hours down here and then usually they have to wait a while and time to, sure. it's an all day event right. if they come to the VA hospital and you know we were hoping to make that all day event turn into maybe an hour or, or something or sure. less and uh, you know they they there's lots of different things that they can do at this uh, virtual living room they they can't do everything right now they're not staffing it with a person on the site they're just doing it. To, you know, through the through the, through the Bob band, but there's a lot of things they can do that way. Sure. and uh, you know they started off uh, they started off with with mental health, and then they decided to add some other things to it. And uh, you know they're thinking that uh, with multiple things and not just mental health, that it's probably going to get more utilization, and, and certainly. A lot of people in Washington, a couple of people from Washington have come visit it from USDA. Right. Uh, they seem to be excited about the idea. I know the folks at NTCA are really excited. And everybody, and the VA here in Lexington, and everybody says, why can't we do this in other places? And uh, so we, we're we going to do everything we can to make, make this a success. Sure. Obviously. Uh, the determining factor the final determining factor of that is if veterans use it and, and between them and the VA hospital because they need to get the appointment with the right. VA doctor and, and that but we, we really are excited that we've got a great place there uh, state-of-the-art equipment and you know we're just excited that you know it was sort of sort of our idea or sure. partly our idea and right. it's the first of its kind in the country so we're we're hoping that this will, and, and the folks, the other folks in the in the community are the same way. They're really excited about it.
0: So, with something and knowing knowing you and knowing PRTC, I know that that you guys were not motivated to do this because of publicity and and you know the PR value that you guys would get. But it's nice when you do something that is the first of its kind in the in the country to to get a little a little you know PR for it or a little publicity for it. So, what kind of things? And I know that we've been. Um, you know full full disclosure we've been involved in some of it but uh what kind of things have you guys done uh to make sure um i guess to make sure that you get credit where credit is due
1: well probably the first thing we did was just the the grand opening right um we invited all the community leaders a lot of the the political folks and and the the um the folks that hold office uh, from the federal or state or local level and we had a big pretty big crowd we invited a lot of veterans uh and And they were all excited and we got some good publicity out of that newspaper coverage and things like that and uh, and of course we we did' an, we or you did an article in our PRTC connection magazine about it right. we also did a video a commercial I won't say a commercial we did a video of of the uh, of the grand opening, about a three-minute video that we've shared with a lot of people that's really uh, enjoyed seeing
0: that. An it, award-winning video, actually. I, is it? Well, that's a good point. It, was
1: <laughs> a, it did win an NTCA Telechoice Award. Right. Thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, and we've shared that in a lot of places. A lot of people in Washington have seen it. The, the VA Lexington Hospital people were really excited about getting that video. And and, uh, and then we have just uh, in the process of doing a little a 30 or 60 Second commercial to help right. help publicize it as well, and our electric cooperative, they they've done they've helped they put it in their magazine. It's it's been in some national magazines right. actually, and uh, you know it's 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 really a hot item. I think rural broadband and rural telemedicine and telehealth is is a hot item right now all over right. the country. To, uh, what what can we do to help healthcare in that way and make things more efficient, and easier, and uh, so we. And there's actually an ad in our local newspaper. There's a little, just a little notification every week, and they've done that for free. Okay. Uh, just an, a notification, a little like a classified ad. Right. So the veterans, you know, that some maybe they don't know about it, that they can uh, sure learn more about what how they can de- utilize it.
0: Getting the word out there, um, you know, would be the key. So the last question I have for you, um, or you know, maybe I have two left. But uh, what? Uh, how far out are you? Are you? Are you thinking this can go? You mentioned people asking about doing it other places. So, you know, spin this forward a uh, few years. Are you thinking this? This is a model that um, that other communities could copy. Um, you know, all across, I- anywhere, pretty much.
1: We're hoping because there's I mean, there's not much required. Right, uh, just to find a public space uh, that can be used uh, by veterans, equip it with good broadband and and, and uh, you know not pretty inexpensive equipment, a computer with the camera and sure and uh, you know in our case you know we found partners pretty easily right uh, but any community could do that uh, and most communities have a. Passion for their veterans, and yeah. and would probably be willing to do something like that. And we've had several people come visit it. I've I've gave several I've given several tours of it, and they all are like, well, we can we'd like to do this in our community. How did you do it? And of course, I've, I'll tell this story. But somebody, you know, really, and I'm not saying I'm necessarily the person that did this, but somebody really needs to, you know, step up to the plate and not uh, see it through. Right. S- and, and and you know, people need to come together. There needs to be consensus. Right. But that can happen anywhere. Sure. And, you know, somebody sort of needs to to take the lead to make it happen. I know the NTCA folks in Washington, we're not going to – we're determined to to not let this fail. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm we sort of partnered with them and and it, it's really worked out well
0: yeah i believe I, i'm with you i believe any even in 2018 you can find a consensus on something so yeah it's hard to do though <laughs> right right uh, in, in washington maybe not in our little community right <laughs> right so the last thing i had for you and it's usually the way that we close most of the podcast but if somebody does want to replicate this and and start this or, or start something similar is there one or two things that you learned maybe that you do differently or that you learned throughout the process that you would um, kind of throw out there as, as advice to people who are going to try to get something like this, um, whether it's telehealth or something to do with the veterans, uh, something going in their community?
1: Uh, I would definitely you know, in the early going, talk to the veterans, because sure. if they're not interested in it, then it's probably not something you want to do. Sure. And, and certainly uh, I would start off with multiple healthcare options and not just one. I think that okay. might have been something we could have done a little better. Uh, And, of course, what we try to do is find a place that people would come anyway and there's no stigma attached to, okay, they're going in that building, so that's a veteran getting some kind of health care. Okay, that's Uh, important. That was one of the reasons that we chose the library. Definitely. uh, Because people come to that for multiple reasons. Right. And uh, and then, of course, you know, you have to get your local uh, VA hospital on board. Right. uh, Otherwise, uh, you know, it's it's just not going to happen. Our deal started in Washington, but it could very easily start. On the state level, um, now, now sure. that there's a, a model out there and a memorandum of understanding that's been signed, and you know that, that any of that any of that kind of thing could be replicated, I think.
0: Right, certainly blazing the trail that you guys did uh, would be the first big step, and then hopefully making it easier for other folks. So,
1: yeah, the folks in our community are really excited to be the first one of these. Yeah. So we're really hoping it's going to be a, a great success and a model for others to come.
0: Excellent. Well, Keith, I appreciate the time. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Andy. He is Keith Gabbard, CEO of PRTC in McKee, Kentucky, uh, with a great idea there with the uh, virtual living room. And uh, we'll put a link to, uh, to the video in the, um, in the show notes for the podcast so that you can uh, take a look at it and see what it looks like. Um, but we, uh, we've got a couple other good ideas uh, from different folks that we'll be sharing the next day or two here at KTA in Lexington, Kentucky. So, uh, I'd like to thank Keith again for joining me and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content
1: marketing company.